The issue is not the fact that grace isn't available. The issue is the fact that some people don't know how to receive gifts. Have you ever seen, have you ever tried to help somebody before? Or when somebody, when, when, you, when you hear of a person that was going through an issue and you're wondering why didn't they tell you and the automatic reply was, I just didn't want to disturb you. I just didn't want to ask you for help, sir. But the, the way that God has designed our lives is that we will be helped by his gift. So what God does is that he continuously looks for gifts to give. So uh, what will happen, first of all, is when you receive the gift that God gives called grace, then you'll become his gift to the world. I'll say that again. When you see, receive the gift that God gives called grace, then you will become his gift to the world. That's why we see that a man that receives grace is that what is now becomes the man we now title the grace man. So Noah will become a gift to the world. It is just whether the world will choose to accept that gift. And many times the issue with people is that they don't know how to receive good things. But God makes it clear that he only, when he's ready to transact with a man, he's not going to transact financially with that man, even though he owns the gold and the silver. Even though the nations are his, he cannot give him the nations. He, in fact, he says, ask, and I will give you the nations, but it, before you go to the nations, there must be grace for what you're asking for. So he gives you grace to go and take the nations. Just the same way he anointed David to become king, but David is going to have to take kingship. God is not going to hand over the kingdom to David because he has already done it in the realm of the spirit. It is just that now David is going to have to receive what God has done. Even in the midst of receiving, David is still going to meet and encounter a Goliath. Goliath will still have to be slain because it is still a part of what David has received. So why do you know a man that has received grace Hear the way he talks. When, when the man of grace encountered the first giant that was sitting over the land, he began to say, who is this that defiles the, the, the armies of God? The grace man has, been come, has come because anybody that God anoints, grace will be poured upon their lips. But let me stay in the first thing, which is, as a nation now, we now need to develop how to receive gifts. And I'm not talking about, I know nation family is okay. You can go to your leader. You saw somebody wearing Louis Vuitton and you want it for your birthday. That's nice. But there's a higher dimension of gift. There's a higher dimension of when we walk in a certain realm and we begin to receive all that God has called us to receive per time. So someone says, when they hear the man of God declare a target, it is not for me to worry about how I'm going to do it. I receive grace for it. Do you understand that? Many people go to the how instead of what they need to receive. The how would always be grace. So you can look at, and I think I'm going to take time to tell you about the certain families. Because the certain families, I remember when we first started the um, elite family, the connect family, the COD family, um, um, Pulse, 
there was a there was a mission target. That mission target was you would not even believe what the mission target is now. Because that mission target was like something like 10, 20 pounds, 25 pounds. That was the mission target. And people would be preaching, preaching, preaching to try and raise uh, 25 pounds. Imagine. Someone says 25 pounds. Something that's someone, something that uh, uh, Minister Terry can forget he has in his pocket now. But I need to show you the dimensions of grace that we go through. What makes grace available? Word. So every time I'm in the word zone, there is a grace that is being made available for us. When, you, when we're speaking together like this and we're all on periscope like this, there's a grace that is being made available. But remember, the issue is not that grace is is made available. The issue is those who will receive that grace. So when we now look at the um, where Pastor Diddy said, the Genesis chapter six, you will now begin to see that it says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Because even though Noah can find grace, the assignment that will come after will determine whether he really found it. And I'm taking it this slow because I've got, I've got, a, I've got a journey to cover with you. It will determine whether Noah really found it. I was having a conversation yesterday night because I, I, be, I began to tell us about if you want to increase financially, you don't start to make a business plan. If you want people to increase financially, you want people to have good businesses. You want people's seed to increase. Teach the word, not the activity. Because the activity does not cause increase and cannot bring grace. It is the word. Have you ever heard the word, the word of my days? Acts chapter 20. This is where I start you to. When there was a time where PT was preaching and this word was stuck to me because it is supposed to be on every mobilizer's lips. Acts 20. I'll start here today and then we'll see where we go. Um, okay, Minister Mimi, you're here. Let's just go straight to <laughs> verse 30. Okay, no. Let's go to 29 and we'll read. Act chapter 20, yeah? Go for it. I know that after I leave, yeah. savage wolves will come in among you and mm. will not spare the flock. Yeah. Even from your own number, men will arise mm. and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. Mm. So be on your guard. Mm. Remember that for three years, I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. Look at this. First thing, look at the, the, the lifestyle of of Paul the Apostle. You can see now that the nation family is dragging the church back to the, 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 the pattern and style of an apostolic church. He said, night and day, I warned you for three years, but night and day for 15 years, a whole generation has been warned via the word. So, or oh, it's going to be 16 and I'll think about one day now. 
So I think tomorrow, and now I understand more now, I think tomorrow crowns PT's 16th year of being in this same area preaching the word. So I get it now. I get the build-up. You will correct me if I'm wrong, but it, I get the build-up now. So we're building ourselves up to a, a, a word that begins to change the dimensions of grace that leaders and those who choose to operate in. But now we see Acts chapter 20, and it says here that it, it was night and day because grace cannot be available unless the word is around. So what opens the portal of grace to a generation, I think Trendy was saying it today, is the word. So you now see that the word has been preached night and day. What does he say next? Now I commit you to God. Uh, so, so listen, he's first of all said, I, Paul, cannot drag you into the economic arena that you need to enter into. I commit you, number one, to God. The job of a leader is not to change a man's life because he can't. It is for him to commit that person to God. So I understand that I can't even dictate what you sow. I, I can only commit you to God. It is, my com it is my relentlessness of committing a pastoloidy to God that awakens a pastoloidy on her inside. So what you usually find is a, so a leader will in, in, their, in their might, in their strength, will, will say, why are we not doing this? We need to, we need to, we need to. But you realize that that doesn't actually change anything. What actually has to happen is a commitment. So I take Lloydie in the place of prayer and I commit her to God. I commit her. So what else? I now I commit you. So Mimi, it's problem time. Now I commit you to God. Number one, and what? And to the word of his grace. And to the word of his grace. So there is a word of God's grace. I need you to hear me today. So when I preach the word today, I'm not preaching it because I have words to say. I'm preaching it so that we locate the pool that is called his grace. Do you understand that? So how do you know that? How do I know that resources will be available? Because I am committing people to the word of God and to the word of his grace. Not Sam's grace. So you saw a little, if you want to take a nation, you saw a quick secret released there. I commit you to God. And to the word of his grace. So do you know what I know to do when, when you have a target in front of you? When you, want, when you want to win souls? Do you know what I know to do? Open the word. Teach the word. Don't try to, don't try to teach activity. It doesn't work. Teach the word. That's where the grace resides. So what would the nation family do when we want to take a nation? We teach the word. What did Paul do every time he entered into a nation? He opened a school. Do you understand? That school was, uh, that school was the education for men that will become nation takers. That, that is what the nation family became. So when a PT entered into the UK, what did he do? He taught the word. So if somebody wants to change their life, what do they need to do? Find a pool where the word is. 
So I don't need to worry about whether a man is misbehaving or is not behaving well. In fact, I don't even care if somebody comes with good behavior. I care if they have a word, because if they have a word, then they have his grace. Mm. Remember, I told you that God's transactional power is not the ability to give money, even though he owns silver and gold. His transactional, transactional power is the ability to give grace. So it says, if you locate the word, you locate my grace. So if somebody wants to change their life from A to B, what do they need to do? They need to locate grace. Where do they locate grace? In here. So this person just, so when a leader begins to tell a person, go and listen to SoundClouds, guess what he's telling them? Go and locate grace. Uh, you're telling them, go and locate grace. I've got my word. I've got the sound crown. Grace is being poured out. So when he talks about now, I understand more now that God does not want to pour grace on an individual. He wants to pour grace on a house. So Paul turns around. Give me another translation. It says, Paul turns around and says, when he's leaving, he says, now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace. That's how you begin to open somebody's eyes to giving. Why do I know that people's eyes will be open to giving? Because it's not me. It's the word. The mistake that somebody could make is that you can look at the person in front of you and when they're given the word, you would think that that is maybe Sam speaking. Uh -uh. He's releasing the word of his grace. But can I give you another flip side? It is a mistake for a pastor to sit down and preach the word and think they're preaching their words. Mm. Because it is the word of his grace. And I understand, as a leader in a church, you want, you want people to do well. You want people to have. But you cannot make people to have because you didn't make yourself to have. It's the word of his grace. So guess what a business needs to do? A business needs to enter into God's grace. But how does a business enter into God's grace? The word. Everything that we would do is encompassed in the word. So no one says, I do business and I, am, and I believe in the word. No, it is the word or nothing. Because the grace to do business comes from the word. Are you still following me? Read it, read it again for me. Go for it. And now, brethren, yeah. I commit you to God. Uh -huh. I deposit you in his charge. Uh, you see that? So what are souls? They're deposits. What, are, what is each and every single one of us? A deposit. So when a leader comes, he deposits a man in God's charge. He deposits in there. That's why sometimes like yesterday and today, tonight again, we pray. We pray and we deposit men. So I see people trying to talk people into Christ or trying to talk people into the nation, but you can't talk them in. You deposit them. 
So I, let me just, again, let me just do it in storytelling. So for time, I remember there were days, in the days we used to go to Ashburnham, there were days where Peter used to teach the guys and we would take a list of names. List of names. We'd lie down there and we'd be praying for hours. And when I tell you it was hours, it was hours. I wasn't as born again as I am now. Yeah. You know those hours when you're opening your eye, one eye, to, to see if um, your, your baba is rounding up anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those kind of hours. And then you look over, he's still going, still shaking. You were hoping at least, even if he was still praying, but he was just still, then you know you're rounding up sometime, but this, the spirit is still vibrating him. So, so you're praying. You're praying over those names, deposits. Do you know sometimes, because it is a deposit, right? There are some that you're praying over that God is withdrawing. Because he's saying, no, that's not a deposit. You can't leave that person in my charge. That person is not right. So I understand that there's the double-edged grace that works when you pray. Sometimes you're praying people in. And sometimes you're praying people out. Because God only works with deposits that he knows can, he, can, he can invest on your behalf. You know, that's why you can never look at a person that is hearing the word and thinking, and, and think about them that this one is not useful because they're a deposit. Eventually, that deposit will mature because this is an investment. So sometimes you're, you're leaving them to grace and allowing grace to have its work because grace will do what grace needs to do in that life. But as all your job is to do is to make the pool of grace available through the word that God has left in your charge. So what God does is you leave people in his charge, but he gives you a word in your charge. And it is your job to deposit the word in the people that you have left with him because the word is the transactional power that makes grace available for everybody. So God has a tra transactional power, but you also have a transactional power. The transactional power is the word for the man. Do you understand that? So if a man thinks he's going to exert energy to become a billionaire, then he's wrong because you're not better than the world. But what makes you better is grace. But what gets you into the access of grace is the word. So what I saw in the word is, is interesting because when Noah found grace, God allowed him to build an ark assignment. So now I see that God has sent the nation family on a word assignment. So don't abandon the word to go and pick up a task because the word is the assignment. And as you're working on the assignment, as you're getting clearer in the assignment, then guess what? More grace is being released. I've seen men whose resources you cannot see because or whose resources you cannot tell where it comes from but it comes it still comes because grace has legs grace goes to fetch and it brings i hope you know that grace has legs grace also has a mouth it speaks to people there are there, there are there are people that god speaks to uh, that grace speaks to that they have resources in their hand and it will begin to talk to them to what they what to do with those resources grace can make the most selfish man become selfless and they don't need to be born again. They just need to locate the assignment of grace. So I'm looking and I'm realizing more and more that when we want to then begin 
to really change the game. Game changers are grace men. So when we want to change the game, what we do is that we plug into grace and see where grace will take us, see where grace will carry us. I've seen henchmen, but I've seen grace and his hencher. It can carry a, it can carry a whole house to a pool of finances that has never been seen on people didn't even know exists. So what usually happens, like Pastor Ndidi says, the body usually has many things occupying it that makes it unavailable for grace. But what grace tries to do is he tries to penetrate that body. There are so many dimensions to grace. To the man that he really wants to use, he becomes a, he becomes a surgeon. And he begins to, sur- to commit surgery on that man. Begins to take out the things that does not need to be in that man. Begins to take out the mindsets that he needs to remove. But if a man doesn't want to grow up, he removes himself from grace. Because grace causes you to grow. Grace puts you in a place where you have no words. And then it begins to speak through you. It is grace. So when you look at a man like Pastor Sam or a PT, and you see him sit and you deliver words and deliver words and deliver words, morning, evening, night, it is grace. That man has just decided to allow grace to work. Or a Pastor Nikki or a Pastor Indidi or a Pastor Onyeka Obi or a Pastor Dami or a Pastor Tony. All they're saying is they're going to fall back into the hands of grace and allow grace to carry them. Or a Pastor Shadia, or a Pastor Abba, or a Pastor Kevin, fall back into the hands of grace. Do you know that grace can open doors that you do not know how to open? There are doors that you don't even know exist that grace knows is there. So you want to you change the game. You want to be a game changer. You want to you enter, a, I think I dealt with a technician yesterday. You want to change the game of beauty. And you're thinking of ideas and you're doing this and you're doing that. And I'm saying, look, there's no need to think of ideas and get receive grace. Receive grace. He will show you the door that man cannot see. Because grace starts where man starts. Remember that. So how do I know that? You imagine today when I was when I was sitting down, I just heard until it rains, no one will not rain. Mm. Did you hear that? Until it rains, Noah will not rain. The issue that God found in Genesis chapter 6 was there was no man he could use. And what happens is when there is no man alive to purpose, God's heart is broken. So the nation family that is actually is actually a generation that will awaken hearts back to the purpose of God. So he now sits down. Thank you. Until that's the right spelling. Until it rings, no one will not ring. He now sits down and creates a machinery, an architectural tool, in order to help Noah ring. Because he did not create Noah to survive. He did not give Noah grace to survive. He gave him grace to reign. Mm. God is not interested in survival men. Said, oh, we are still alive by the grace of God. No, you are still alive because cancer hasn't come for you yet. But there are men who are grace men. That even though cancer can try their body, grace 
this it actually dismantled the cancer inside of them a grace man is not afraid of the rain because the rain is actually what is needed in order to rain so when the rain is pouring the grace man knows it's time to get ready do you remember the 300 spartans did you hear what the the, the leader said to the 300 spartans when he, he said to the 300 Spartans, they hear earthquake, I hear battle formation. Grace teaches men that when you see signs that are in the world right now, like they're in the world, when you see men being downcast, then guess what you see? You see your lifting. That is not, that is not the fact that you will be getting more blessed. That is the sign that your ark is almost built. Let's do Genesis chapter 6. I've got a few scriptures to take you through. And I believe I'm going to take you all the way to about 4.15. Genesis chapter 6, verse 8, like Pastor Ndidi said, you're going to hear this scripture a lot. <laughs> but let's go straight to the, the voice translation for me. Excuse me. Let me take a commercial break. <laughs> Hey, Cyrus, <laughs> does the job. <laughs> Are we good? Awesome. awesome. But there was one person mm. whom the Lord could not let go of, mm. Noah, because this man pleased him. There was, but there was one person who the Lord could not let go of, Noah, because this man pleased him. So, what we see, <laughs> oh my, what we see is God on a search for men. He's not interested in the whole world, he's interested in one man. He's always been interested in this one man because as long as he has a man of grace in the earth, then the kingdom of God has opportunity to reign. So it is not about the man anymore. It is about who is leading. So this guy wants to make money, but God doesn't want to make money. God wants to dominate. So grace is for domination. Grace is not to just, you know, there was a long time I used to even watch this preacher a lot when I was, when I was uh, younger. They, they called them grace preachers. Do you know what grace preachers are? And I, and I believe in grace. <laughs> Trust me, I believe in grace. But you know what grace preachers are? Grace preachers are the, the ones that tell you that you sin, right? But there's grace. So it's like they, they will give you the scriptures on grace to explain why God still accepts you because even though you sin, he will still bring you back because of grace. And that's true. But there's a higher dimension of grace. 
There's a higher dimension of, of God's power that comes through grace. So the, the lower dimension of grace is that it helps you remain in relationship with God, even though you've, you've had some sin that you've been committing, da, 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 da. but the grace that Noah found was a, it was a takeover grace. So as we journey through this week, what we're actually believing God is for grace to take over. It is not, it is not the grace to overcome sin. Because the grace to overcome sin, it, it, is, it, is, it is a lower dimension, and we, we know that it doesn't cause any raining. It just causes somebody to survive. So yes, you can survive by grace, but why would I choose to survive when I can reign by grace? Do you understand that? So there was a gift that located Noah. It was called grace. This grace located Noah because God saw something in Noah that pleased him. So message translation, and then we'll move on because this is, I still got to take you a bit of a long way. Go for it. But Noah was different. Uh, God liked what he saw in Noah. But Noah was different. So remember yesterday I told you that the worst thing for a man to do is to allow anybody, parent, school, um, job, anything to kill your difference. Because what that does is that it kills the very thing as to why God picked you in the first place. It kills it. But God says, and Noah was different. So even though God wanted to destroy the whole earth and the world, it, it, all the systems that existed, he found different men. So it is, it is imperative. So imagine somebody says to me that I'm periscoped out. Then I'm sorry, but then you're going to go and enter into normality, which is what the world is doing. The world work from morning to night. The world, the world go home to their family. The world argue with their mothers and their dads on, on frivolous things. So they can say that they're all periscoped out. But these guys, thank you, they were divergents. They were people who were different. They fought differently. They gave differently from what the church was doing. But that is the reason why the systems, the earth, will not be destroyed. Because God can find different men. So that Noah was different. If you look at the words of Jesus, Jesus would say, just in the days of Noah, people were being given away in marriage. But Noah was different. Noah was building an ark and became the priest that would crown his sons in their marriage at the same time. But then they would go back the next day, no honeymoon, just going back the next day to build the ark. It is we're in a time where God says, I'm looking for an economic generation that can understand the revival that I want to bring to the earth globally now. But it takes you to dive into the divergent called grace. The grace is the real divergent. So we've had a level of grace till now. We've, known, we've seen God operate in our lives till now. But there are new encounters with grace that will take place. So I look at God again and I'm saying, God, I'm ready to transact. I'm ready. I'm ready to transact. What do you want? You want nations. I want the grace for it. Hmm. I'm ready to transact. So just in case 
Remember I told you God gives grace to the humble yesterday and I said that is God's transactional power. But just in case that wasn't enough witness, come with me to Psalm chapter 84. You can start from verse 10. Better is one day in your court mm. than a thousand elsewhere. Yeah. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Look at this. He first of all says better is one day in your courts than elsewhere. But then he says, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than what? Than dwell. The tents of the that dwell in the tents of the wicked. And we know that David was somebody who received grace, but we're not going to go there today. I don't want to get to David today. So he then says, why though? Go for it. For the Lord God uh -huh. is a sun and shield. For the Lord God is a sun and shield, yeah. The Lord bestows favor and honor. Mm. No good thing does he withhold from those New, who... New King James, please. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. Yeah. The Lord will give grace and glory. It has to be. Sorry. The Lord will give grace and glory. So now we've seen another transactional power. I told you, I'm going to go through all the things that God gives. But every time you see God is about to give, you see grace. So I notice what God does. You see the generation, you see the generation of grace that was existed in the time of Saul, they found David. The generation of grace that was Peter and Co. Who did they found? They found Christ. The generation of grace that exists, the economic generation of grace that exists today, who did they found? Pastor Toby. Why? Because it was God's grace man. So I understand how grace is transferred. It is transferred by the man of grace. So how does the man of grace transfer word? I mean, transfer grace through word. Someone says that, you know, you don't have to be close to a man. You just have to hear what he is saying and believe it. So he says, look, he says, the, the, God, the Lord God will do what? Will give grace and glory. He will give grace and glory. That's what he gives. That's his transactional power. So every time you're asking God for something, you want to ask God for finance, I don't think it's about asking God for finances. I think it's about asking God for grace. Because I'm telling you, there's only two times or three times in the scriptures that we see, ask of me. And he said, ask of me, he said, and I will give you the nations. So I know that God gives nations. He gives glory, but he also gives grace. And the grace is what I need for nations. So now, what is the makeup of a nation family soldier? A nation taker, grace and glory. What is glory? Weight. <laughs> it is weight. So I'm looking at the nation now and I'm realizing that the transactional power that is taking place in the realm of the spirit is grace and glory. A man should not be left without glory. So in this season, it is influence. 
So that's why I had to come with this kind of word in the afternoon to teach you grace to grace. So now if you're looking at what God wants to give you, he doesn't want to give you a house or a car or clothes. No, that's too, too limited for what God wants to do. He wants to give you grace. He wants to add glory to the order so that you can take nations. Grace and glory is the equipment needed in order to take nations. <laughs> so without grace, without glory, how can I know the man of grace? The words he speaks. The words he, he utters from his mouth. The grace has been poured on his lips. He speaks the words of God. And every time he speaks, he knows result is, is inevitable. There's no way I will open a word week and not know that signs and wonders will not follow. Do you understand that? And there's no way I will open a word week and resources will not come. That's the thing. Because I just opened the grace portal. I just opened the architectural toolkit. I just opened it. So when I'm trying to build, please hear me today. When I'm trying to build a formidable family, I don't go and start shouting. I actually, I don't even go and start having meetings sometimes. It's good to have meetings when you can. I go and start seeing where grace is located. So I don't even design too much. I write some few notes now, but I don't design too much what, what I'm going to say. I just allow grace to pour. Said and great grace was on the apostles. So he said, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. He will give grace and glory. Look at this. Go for it. No good thing will, we, will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Did you see that? So he said, He will give grace and glory, but no good thing will he withhold. So why can he, why will good things come? Because of grace, because of glory. But it, so the so the root into good things is grace. It's still grace. This guy is trying to manufacture good things. I'm trying to manufacture how I can receive more grace. Do you know the life of a finance a giver? It's supposed to be progressive. It's not supposed to be capped. That is not the nature of grace. So you're on one financial level, then you move to another financial level. It is supposed to be transformational. Sometimes, of course, God is doing a work. It cuts back, but then you shoot forward again because your finances are being carried by grace. So I was conversating with Pastor Ndidi and I said, one of the things that happens to pastors sometimes is because they've had so much word, they stop engaging with grace. They, 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 they live on the grace they already know and have, but they no longer push the boundaries of grace anymore. They no longer look for that encounter. So I was telling her, when, when we 
When we want to deliver a word, when I know I'm coming to speak to the nation family, or when I know that I'm coming to speak to the Connect family, or whoever I'm coming to speak to, do you know just for two hours, one is just there praying, God, reveal grace to me, reveal grace to me, reveal grace to me, reveal grace to me. Because I, want, I don't want to talk to them. I want to impart. I want to impart. So you're just there, reveal grace, reveal grace, reveal grace. Then all of a sudden, of grace dawns on you. And you don't even have to talk too much anymore. Do you know why? Because grace will, will speak. It will already, there are words that I will not say that you will get because it's already been, you've already been deposited in the place of prayer. That's why God said, I, Paul began to say, I commit you to God and the word of his grace. So there are, you have to have leaders, leaders that can sit on people and say, Lord, reveal grace to this one in the name of Jesus. You will notice that people will start speaking a different language of grace because you've got intercessors, people who are standing in the gap when it comes to grace. Open their eyes to grace. I know that's not a prayer that you will lead a church in because you never saw it in the New Testament, but it is a prayer that you pray when you want a word to be revealed. You're saying that God should open people's eyes. So they were, So I told them I had to return to the days where just because I want to speak, I'm sitting and I'm praying that hearts will be open to the message of grace so that people's finances will not stall, so that soul winning will not stall. Why? Because when you don't do that, or not, it's, I'm not saying it as a doctrine, but when you're now getting into the, when you understand grace, you want everybody to receive it. You cannot give what you do not have. You cannot pour out what is not in you. So we pray for the revelation, for the possession of that which we profess. So that things do not cap because grace does not cap. Have we finished that scripture? For the Lord God is a sun and shield. He will give grace and glory. So it's transactional power. And again, we've dealt with this. He will give grace. He gives grace. So anytime you want to sit down and you're frustrated, people do not grow by frustration. Anytime you're frustrated about how your life is going, let me tell you something. Don't try to ask God. For a turnaround in your finances, it will not work. Receive grace. Because that's the only thing he gives. Grace comes with a glory. So imagine Paul was asking over and over and over again. He was asking God to remove this phone from his side. He entered into certain prayers that God was just looking at him. And he had to just intercept Paul and say, look, I, I know you're praying for me to remove certain things. But stop praying the prayer of removal. We used to do that all the time. Remove flesh from me. Remove self from me. Remove this from me. Stop praying the prayer of self because it still makes you think about sin. Pray the prayer of grace. You know, in the, in the baby days, I have to say the baby days, in the baby days we used to say, be more grace conscious than sin conscious. So this is self. Self, 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 self. You will self-preach to yourself, yourself. <laughs> you will preach yourself into self. And I know it sounds noble, 
that opened the eyes of grace. Eyes of grace say, this man, he comes to me, he tells me he doesn't have zero pounds in his pocket. I don't, self will tell you, okay, just keep trying. Just keep trying. But grace opens the words. For I know the grace of my Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was yet very rich, he became poor, that through his poverty, for my sake, I will become rich. The grace. <laughs> Bosi said, then self-destruct. It is the preaching of grace. And I told you, we've got to move past the preaching of grace to survive. And now grace to reign. So can I, so I took you to the one man in order to take you to the one man. Romans chapter 5, and we round up here today. Grace. Noah, unless it rains, Noah cannot rain. The job of grace is to show you the door that nobody else located. What is that door in this generation? The nation family. That is the investment of God in the world today. That is the door that nobody located. You see, the Bible says, oh my days, that Noah invited people to enter the ark, but they did not enter the ark. They decided to continue to give themselves away in marriage. There, there was a door, a portal that if they had entered it, they would have been reigning with Noah in the, in the, in the next world. They would have been a part of the government that Noah was going to start in the next world. But they did not enter into that door. In fact, they could not enter into it because they did not have the grace that was taken, that was needed in order. So when we talk about receiving grace, please don't, um, don't mistake this for a preaching. This is trying to open you at your eyes to what God is doing. So there are corners now that look they are, like they are raining and they are making money. And there are billionaires of the world today. But when it rains, the billions will not save them. The billions will not keep them away from the rain. The rain actually takes the wealth that the world has with it. It sinks it. When the men of Noah were dead, did they not have resources? Yes, they had resources. But the resources sunk with them. But what I love what Pastor Ndidi said. But what entered into the ark was clean and unclean animals. So it is not the behaved and the it is not just the well behaved that will enter into the ark. It is the it is the misbehaved or the imperfect that will enter into the ark. It is not just all oh my days. It is not just the professional that will enter into the ark. The criminal will also enter into the ark. Are you hearing me? He said, "Oh, I just don't like the way this person is." I'm saying, "Well, unfortunately, it's an ark." <laughs> The snake will be with the lion. The hyena, you know hyenas, right? When they laugh. The hyena will be with the zebra. They will all be in the same ark. Why? There was a man of grace. Look at the people around you. Look at the, the collection of the nation family you will see that grace is in operation. There are some of us that if, if, it was, if it wasn't for grace, it would have been war. Do you understand that? If it wasn't for grace, it, wouldn't have been, it would have been distance. So that's why I can't fight my brother. 
That's why I can't fight my sister. Something interesting was said to me yesterday. He said, no matter the problems that we went through, we never cut off. We stay knitted. Grace knits family together. So if a man exits grace, what happens is he cuts himself off from a certain type of people. But grace knits people together. Grace makes them more solid together. So, you, because why? There was a, a grace that caused everybody to reign in one. I said it yesterday. When you pray for grace, you pray for oneness. It, because it is only the, by the grace of God that you remain one. So now we're looking at Romans chapter 5. And you should know where I'm going from this. It says, from verse 12 we'll read. And look at the one man. So that you will know what you're being set up from. From this April. What will happen is that you, it will rain so that we will rain. So if I were you, I wouldn't worry about the brother or sister that you're trying to fight. Read from verse 12. Therefore, mm. just as sin entered the world through one man, uh -huh. and death through sin, and in this way... Look at that. Sin did what? Entered. Excuse me. It entered systems. It entered politics. It entered whatever, med the Medicare world. That's why for now you've got all this cancer research but no cure to cancer. Because men will stumble. They will, men were not designed to discover. Men were designed to actually breathe life into things. So what happened when, when Adam did not discover how to walk, God breathed into Adam and he knew how to walk. He knew the use of his hands. But life was taken away when man sinned. So he said, through sin, what happened? And death through sin. Mm. And in this way, death came to all people because all sin. Imagine. So death is like an infection. It started with one man, but it came to all people. There was, there's a lineage of death. That's why you can have all manner of diseases. A baby can be born in, with a certain disease because death is contagious. It is, you can contract it. It can even be in the DNA. Did you hear that? It can even be in the DNA. So then we saw that death reigned through, it, was, it was actually death that entered the world through one man. It only took one man for death to enter the world. It only took one man for men to not be able to see correctly, for leaders to become wicked. It only took one man for nations to be toppled. Only one. Go on. To be sure, uh, sin was in the world uh, before the law was given. Uh -huh. But sin is not charged against anyone's account mm. where there is no law. Uh -huh. Nevertheless, mm. death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses. So what reigned? Death. Death reigned. So imagine this whole matter of grace is about who will reign. The whole issue of grace is about who's in charge. It's not about the, the solution for sin. It is about who's in charge. So imagine somebody substitutes grace to go and try and work very hard. 
But the, but working very hard. You know, the people who work hard, work hard. Do we believe in hard work? I think so. I believe in hard work, but I believe in but I believe more in grace work. So it says that the 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 death reigned through one man. Death is in charge, yeah. Death reigned from the time of Adam mm-hmm. to the time of Moses. Okay. Even over those who did not sin by breaking a command. Uh-huh. As did Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. Uh-huh. But the gift is not like the trespass. Did you hear that? But the gift. So do you see what I'm saying? That's why you don't have to, you cannot pray to enter into grace. You just receive it. You just receive grace. So when we prayed yesterday and we prayed tonight and we do whatever we do, we're praying to receive grace. So the things that occupy our bodies that make us unavailable to receive the grace that God has for us, we're praying that God will put us and fine-tune us to a way that we're able to receive this grace. Because some people naturally just reject good things. They just reject it. So, if, thank you. If I want to function, it is by grace that I function. That's why I can't leave the place of prayer. That's why I can't leave the place of the word. That's why I can't leave the place of giving. Giving is a grace. When I can't locate any other grace, I locate the grace of giving. That one is easy. Maybe I'm trying to open my mouth and I'm... But I know that I've got a resource there and I can quickly forgive it. Grace activated. Then I go back to pray. Uh, You know some people are cut off from certain fires because because they haven't given. I know there can't be anyone like that in the nation family. It's impossible. Go for it. But the gift is not like the trespass. Said, but the gift, it is not like the trespass. Go for it. For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, yeah. how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ. Did you see that? It is the gift that came by the grace of the one man. So, if, there, if the world is going to receive grace, if this infection is going to spread, what is it going to be that spreads it? Men. So all this word, all this giving, all this alignment is to make you a son of grace. So that there can be an infection that spreads through the world called grace And guess what happens? When it rains, you will rain. Let me tell you, it's already raining. It's already raining. In in the nations, it is raining bitterly. So, yes, go to school. Get a degree. But don't be educated by death. What does that mean? Don't go and try to engage in politics in the way that politicians already engage because it is death. And that is exactly what God is trying to overtake. Grace. Go for it. How much more did God's grace Mm. and the gift that came by the grace Uh, of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? So it's an overflow. 
An overflow is coming to the nations. An overflow is coming and it's coming through you. I am God's overflow because of grace. I am the one that will cause this grace to overflow. So don't look at yourself. You know, one of the things I'm becoming tired of is looking at people who who look at themselves as small people. Because I'm thinking, why are you limiting this grace? Your mouth is limiting the grace that God has poured poured on you. When you walk around, there's a grace for nation taking. When you, when you sit down with a man, there's a grace for nation taking. There's no longer a need to walk into a room and be intimidated by somebody what someone has. Because of what you have, you have grace. Grace is never invisible. Grace was never invisible. It was right in front of us all along. You know why? It was in men. So do you know, the simplest way to put it is this. If I see a Pastor Toby in front of me and I see what Grace did in his life, then Grace will never be invisible to me. You know why? I just need to listen to the words he's speaking. That's what Grace did. Go on. Go for it. But the free gift of God is not like the church. Go on. But the free gift of God is mm. not like the trespass mm. because the gift of grace overwhelms the fall of man. Mm. For if many died by one man's trespass, Adam sinned, mm. much more abundantly did, did God's grace and the gift that comes by the grace of one man, yeah. Jesus Christ, overflow to the benefit of many. To the benefit of many. Go on. That's it? All right. Last translation. I believe it's New King James, right? Yes. Okay, go for it. But the free gift is not like the offense. Mm. For if by the one man's offense many die, Mm. much more the grace of God Mm. and the gift by the grace of the one man abounded to many. Yeah. So now, in fact, hold on. There's something you're missing there, though. Let me see this. like the trespass for the many died by the trespass and the gift that came by the grace Jesus Christ overflowed to many nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin the, the judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification so imagine it was at your worst that the gift picked you up it is not at your best so it is at your worst. So imagine someone is now trying to do best behavior. But the problem is grace picked you up at your worst. So the grace should have carried you to your best, your nation-taking ability. So he says, for it brought justification. For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned, then through that one man, how much more, who much more will those who receive God's pro- abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life 
through the one man, Jesus Christ. So what is the issue of grace? Reigning. But what did he say? It is for those who receive the abundant provision of grace. So there are, as you know it in scriptures, there are five levels of grace. Some people just receive grace and they stay on the nominal level. So you know the testimony of a man that received the mere, the mere level of grace. I was once this and now I'm this. That's just the, that's the entry level of grace. I was once this and now I was this. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's, this, there's power in the change story. I'm not, I'm not denying that. There's nothing wrong with that. But there are men that go beyond that level of grace. There are men that enter into the, the abundant provision of grace, the abundance of grace. And what they do with that abundance of grace is they reign. The Lord caused, called the nation family to reign. What would stop you? Your background. Your background is interfering with grace. Your culture is interfering with grace. Your education is interfering with grace. How much more will those who receive the abundant provision of grace reign through the one man? So what started with one man ends with one man. But what I came to announce today is that as you've received grace, listen to this, you become that one man. You know, what happens sometimes is that you can point to your leader. And you can say, yes, this is my leader. This is the one man. Da, 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 da. But as, as you receive the grace, you also become the one man for many out there. That's what's supposed to happen. That's how the infection starts. He didn't say that, look, he did not say that through the one man, everybody would just be pointing and praising the one man. He said that through the one man, many others received the same grace. So I can have a low city in the legal world, but she's the woman of grace there. And I can have a, a what else? A be inspired in the creative world, but there is a, it only means that there is a grace woman there. So don't go and take the advice of death. For the move of grace, you only kill what God has started. 